Hey y'all, welcome to a rainy day special episode. And for anyone who's new to listening to the podcast, hi, thank you. Not sure how you landed here. Uh, I don't know if you know me personally at all, or you just found me on the universal world wide web. And I thank y'all for tuning in. Um, Just a little intro, I'm Angie. I started this podcast, I want to say December, so nine, eight months now, eight, nine months now. And it was really for me to have a space to kind of vent, to just talk shit, to just kind of put all my thoughts out. And maybe people would be interested in listening to it. I am a therapist by work trade. I am a creative. I am very woohoo and spiritual. I um, I live in LA and on the west side. And I really wanted to just create this podcast to talk a little bit about all those things, all those different identities that make me, you know, survive this world and how sometimes it... There's a struggle with that, and sometimes I feel like, hey, I'm kicking ass. Um, I also live alone, so that's a really big, big thing of me, my experience per se, of just like what that feels like, the solitude, the loneliness, um, also the creativity that comes with just like decorating my home. And the name of the podcast is Sagrada Casa, which is based on my love for interiors and creativity and really having your home being another extension of yourself, of your soul. Uh, Sometimes it's a reflection of how we're feeling in the moment, Um, good or bad, ugly, all, all, all of the above. So since I was a little girl, I always, I never had my personal space. I always shared it with my sibling until I was older. But I always knew that I could carve out space wherever I was at and make it my own, make it my little sanctuary. And I was a very 90s kid, so you would see a lot of posters up on the wall. Um, I was obsessed with Mariah Carey, so you would see a lot of her on my wall. I would I'd be the girly with all the teddy bears in her, in her bed. And I had my little vanity desk, and I loved jewelry, so I was a very girly girl. And also I was into sports and love basketball and volleyball and obsessed with the Lakers when I was young. So I was a little bit of everything. I think very typical of an L.A. girl. Um, so I, I created this space, this digital space, especially on Instagram that kind of, I could put like a big mood board up and create a little digital space where it feels good and it feels, you know, not inundated with work related things with stress of the world or negativity, but it's about seeing beautiful places and spaces, sometimes funny stuff, sometimes it's my personal home pictures I put up, 
oftentimes it's just other places and spaces and people that inspire me or I I love the aesthetics, right? So I, I beautiful things really inspire me as a creative. So for me it's physical spaces. It's our home. It's everything that makes that up. So the podcast came about to kind of just an extension of that and have just be able to use my voice, share my thoughts, rambles and emotions and feelings and wherever I'm at. And I'll talk about a lot of things. Uh, I feel like I'll talk a lot about my job. I'll go into personal things. Um, but as a therapist, I feel like there's a lot of things that I could share that I've learned and I'm learning and teaching others um, and the wisdom that I've also learned from my own personal experiences as being a human, right? So I also want to create this space to bring humanity back to therapists and demystify some things that may, people may not know about therapy, this mental health industry system there's obviously, you know, millennials and a lot of other generations are are bringing mental health to the forefront way more than bef- generations before. So I know that, you know, we all know there's so many platforms out there of therapists, inf- influencer therapists, and a lot, a lot of content. A lot, a lot of information, psychoeducation on depression, anxiety, relationship stuff, trauma, systemic oppression. There's a lot of information out there. And sometimes it could be very overwhelming. Even as a therapist, sometimes I'm like, all right, I cannot read another quote or I can't read more information. I... I know I get flooded with information very easily and I and sometimes I need to create a little digital boundary, create a little pause and you know, look at other stuff or just get off of social media in general. But as a therapist, you know, it is pretty hard to also kind of compete with all of that. You know, I know that therapists use social media, you know, especially Instagram and TikTok to promote their business. And I do the same. It is definitely a free marketing tool, which seems to really help if you want to gain clients and also for clients to get to know you and see what you're all about and kind of opens up a market for people to choose and kind of shop around, like figure out what's their vibe, what do they believe in, what is what's their focus can they really help me and i want to say for any potential you know consumers of mental health and therapy these are important things to think about that you do have choice in these things and there is a lot of there's a lot of things to to keep in mind when it comes to just mental health in general um, please do not take any quotes or any infographics, any information from the internet as mental health support or help. Some of these quotes could resonate so deeply, also almost life-changing, 
But don't equate that to actually doing therapy. Because therapy, if you've ever been in therapy, is very different. It's actually very hard. It is something you have to carve out time and be intentional and showing up and really going in with intention that you're going to you're going to be vulnerable or at least learn to be and that be part of the expectation with your therapist. And sometimes that's part is one of the hardest things to do especially if we haven't had that modeled for ourselves. Um, vulnerability is a is often very foreign to us. It feels very threatening. Um, sometimes it doesn't feel safe to do so because we haven't had safe spaces to really truly be vulnerable and be held and knowing that we won't be abandoned or criticized or judged. And therapy could be a great space to help nurture that and grow that skill, right? Especially when... We want to be in relationships with others. If it's a friendship, if it's romantic, if it's with coworkers and colleagues, if it's your neighbor, essentially anybody. And with therapy, you know, what is it, right? And every therapist is going to have perhaps their own idea of how they would define that. But therapy, essentially for me, in my own understanding and definition in the work I do, is really creating a safe space, a soft space for people to land where they could really go deeply inside. And I mean internally into their world, into their mind, into their emotions, and be seen in whatever phase of their life or season that they're experiencing. And of course, most people end up in therapy because there's something going on. And sometimes some people are in it for maintenance reasons, right? Things are going all right, okay, and they want to just maintain. Um, But also, the idea of therapy is not for it to be lifelong. I don't know if that's a controversial thing for some folks or therapists, but it's not supposed to be lifelong, not unless there's very specific circumstances that someone may need that as a lifelong term. And, you know, there's people with severe mental health, such as like schizophrenia and, you know, any, any diagnosis related to psychosis, right? And that's a piece of mental health that perhaps I don't think is as obvious in on social media, is that there's an actually real diagnosable mental health issues. And that is different from someone struggling with someone, right? With something such as stress with work, such as a breakup. These are life situations and life stressors. Um, but there's actually mental health diagnoses that really affect people truly in all areas of their life that, you know, really affects their day-to-day, their ability to take care of themselves. Um, And it's pretty severe, right? So without going too deeply into it, because there's just so many different scenarios, the idea here is that 
Um, if you're thinking of going into therapy or curious about it, you know, really understand, be, be knowing of what you're going to therapy for, right? You might go in with like, you know, I'm struggling with this thing. And in the midst of therapy, you're exploring other things, right? That connects to that and maybe informs that situation, Maybe, you know, there's a lot of things that are that lie in the shadow, right? And what I mean by shadow is the things that we're not consciously aware of. But as we're kind of in therapy, in those spaces, we might bring some of those things to light, right? Some of us may keep traumatic experiences really, really deep in the corners of our psyche, and we often forget about them and then we get triggered, right? And we may need to have those spaces with professional people to really explore that a little more deeply and gain some tools to manage that. So I, you know, there is a time and place where, you know, a friend could help out, family member could help out. Sometimes, you know, a random stranger in the street could help out when we need them. And I want to always encourage people to use your people first, right? And know if they have the capacity to also hold you. Because, you know, everybody's going through something. And ideally, we want to first think about our community. So is my friend able to hold this? And am I getting the support I need from them? Right. And if not, then can I can I seek a therapist out because I may need to. And, you know, sometimes some friends may not tell you, but they might not be able to hold what you're sharing with them. So also being aware of like, am I dumping on my friend right now? Am I not? And sometimes we're not. Right. Our friends, especially if we're driving especially in LA, if you're hanging out and you're driving and you're parked, those parked car conversations could be so therapeutic. And maybe that's what we needed. We needed someone to just hold us and hear us out in that moment and normalize that what we're experiencing makes fucking sense. And that's what we need, right? To be seen and to be heard. And maybe a friend will just give it to you straight up. And that's what you need and are open to. But if that same issue is constantly still there over and over and over, beyond the point that these car conversations, these friend conversations are just not really helping and you're kind of stuck in a loop, that's when you may need to work with the professional. Ain't no shame in that because they you know, we are trained to hold you in a different way than a friend would. And sometimes therapists could feel like friends. You know, some of us have that, you know, that that oomph that we could connect with you in some real ways, right? At least that's how I do. I want to make people know that, you know, they could feel really real safe and it's a chill space that they feel like they're talking to someone normal, <laughs> And normal is a loaded word, but that they're talking to a friend, right? So I, you know, I suggest people to really know 
what they need, where they're stuck at, if there's something that they're stuck at, and and being honest of like if they don't know what you need, if you don't know what you need, being like, you know what, I'm here, I'm not feeling well, I'm not sure where to start, but I, I know I need some support, right? And there's levels to this, right? And there's so many different modalities, we call them, but so many different types of therapy out there, such as, you know, there's psychodynamic therapy, which is going a little bit more deeper into your um, subconscious and doing more um, what's uh, psychotherapy, right? And exploring deeper of the things, like I mentioned, of what's in the shadows, what are the unconscious motivations or triggers that are guiding you that you might not be completely aware of, but we may need to focus there. Um, there's solution-based therapists where you're coming in with like, let's actually find some solutions to this problem. You know, there's also, um, there's a lot of other ones that I, I'm not trained in, like EMDR, which I think is eye movement desensitization therapy. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, there's DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy. There's cognitive behavioral therapy. There's trauma-focused cognitive behavioral therapy. There's a lot of different modalities that some therapists may want, some some clients may want to dive deep into. And then there's also therapists who I kind of lean more on this side of who are more holistic that I I definitely don't ascribe to one modality or one evidence-based practice like the ones I mentioned earlier. I'm more of a, I'm going to follow the lead here and use my clinical intuition, which, yeah, the intuition that I use is so important of really tapping into our space and our relationship to really get to to go deep and to understand you better, to understand what's going on. And I'll use different techniques such as tarot, uh, breathing exercises. I'm certified in yoga, so if people are open to doing some movement, I'll bring that in. I bring in like creative writing, art, dance, and pretty much anything that allows you to just sometimes get out of your own way and tap into something a little bit more deeper. And sometimes we need to do that outside of talk therapy, right? That sometimes we can access certain pain, certain heartache, certain grief, unless we get into our bodies. And maybe we may not understand that on an intellectual level, you know, from our head. And sometimes our experiences cannot be expressed with words alone. And a lot of us are experiencing a lot of grief right now. 
especially as I'm collectively tuning in, a lot of grief in relationships ending, from romantic relationships to friendships to expectations we had of others. And that is truly heartbreaking. It's gut-wrenching. It's rough. And it could take us into dark spaces, right? The psyche could lead us into spaces where we isolate and we may not be able to see as clearly as we need to or we want to yet. And you don't need to be alone in that dark space. And it's not about getting you out of there if you're not ready. It's about sitting there with you and allowing you to just get in touch with that because that part is very real and very valid. And isolation is a big part of why a lot of people don't reach out for help, right? So I hope this is helpful. I don't know why I felt the need to explain a little bit more about therapy, which, you know, I don't think is anything big or new for people. I feel a lot of us are, a lot of people are much more aware of it. Um, I also mentioned in the last episode that I'm diving deeper into psychedelic assisted therapies, where I'll hopefully soon will be able to to provide ketamine assisted therapy um, and hopefully just learn a lot more to use uh, mushrooms as part of therapy, psychedelic mushrooms, um, MDMA at some point, and just learn more about any other ones. Um, so, you know, I know that's, there's a, a huge psychedelic renaissance happening now that is bringing back, it's definitely in the forefront, especially in legislation of passing um, and decriminalizing and legalizing a lot of these substances and ethiogens, mind expanding and healing medicines um, to aid to therapy and healing and mental health. Because as a personal consumer and and someone who's experimented, the profoundness and the deepness that some of these medicines can take you can almost override years of therapy alone. And that has nothing to do with the therapist or the client. That has something special and magical to do with the medicine itself that's beyond even our own understanding. But what we do know is that it could be so powerful. So I'm excited to dive deep into that. I'll be in a program, a nine-month program, where I'm going to learn a lot, and hopefully I'm going to be sharing as I'm learning. So you could learn with me. I'll share things that kind of stand out for me, information that could be helpful for people to know, because there's a lot of, I think there's still a lot of stigma on some folks in in psychedelics and the idea of drugs, using drugs, um, just because obviously the war on drugs and how we stigmatize a lot of these medicines. Um, and also, you know, part of 
all of this is understanding that some people are already taking these. There's obviously, you know, the underground is where it's all happening. So for anyone who is experimenting and there's some profound insights you're getting, some deep healing you're getting, but you may not have the space or the person to talk to about what's happening, what's coming up. This is why I feel it's important for therapists or for me to learn more so that when you come into the therapy, you know, we could dive deep into that. And there's no no shading you using because that's not the point. We want you to use. We just want you to do it safely and to understand your experience. Um, and And, yeah, for you to have an incredible experience with it. Even sometimes when it could get a little scary or a little dark, you know, know that you're not alone in that either. So that was a little rainy day special. Whoever needed to listen to that, I appreciate you. Hopefully the message landed. Maybe you took something from this. I'm always open if you want to reach out, leave a comment or some feedback i'd be happy to connect and talk more about therapy there's so much to say and there's so many types of therapists out there um so you always know that you could shop around you know it's definitely just as important to find the right therapist as much as going to therapy so all right well have a good night stay safe Stay dry. Don't buy the hype of all the news. Stay calm. Don't panic. Connect with people if you need to. Distract yourself if you need to. If things, you know, feel like they're getting worse, you know, make sure you have things you need. And know that this this will pass. We will get through it. All right, y'all. Take care and thanks for listening. Bye.